should be one in here. I don't know where it went. What? You guys? You guys? All right, you guys. I do say it a lot. Huh? Yeah. I got a family that has a pile of kids, so I am used to crowd control. He and wait, let's start before we start talking. Oh, it's starting. I've seen some we, podcasts where they literally start the feed mid conversation. I kind of like it. Us. It could be us. But it's not. Okay. All right, well, let's start it then. Let's start it. Hey, everybody. Hi, everyone. Hello. I'm Matt. This is Susanna, and we are the, the directors. directors. And we're here today with Dan Cavanaugh. Dan is um, in the broker services department. He also runs a team up in Brainerd. He's one of our newer Brainerd agents. And uh, that's pretty much all we're going to talk about Dan's business today, I think. Yeah. Dan, welcome. Ah, nice to be here. Thanks for coming with yeah, be with us, Dan. You. Absolutely. Oh, I said absolutely again. That's okay. You can say that. Well, if you watch the, the video that Mike and I are Super. In, super. Now mm. it's absolutely. Everything's super. Super. We're super excited. Super excited. Yeah. <laughs> super, super excited. Dan is here with us. So as we get into this today, one of the things that I am paying attention to is that we're about 45 minutes late yeah. to get started. Are we? Which is fine, except that I scheduled a listing appointment for myself at 2 o'clock in South Minneapolis. Mm. To be very honest with you, I don't know what time it is. I'm not 100% sure I know what time it is. It's about 1.04, right I, this minute. So. I thought we were supposed to start at 2. So I was really excited thinking we were getting this over with sooner. I thought we were supposed to start at noon. Yeah, at 12.15. Oh. If only there was some sort of calendar in my Apparently, we have no idea what we're doing. Um, it's Tuesday, you guys. It is Tuesday. I never know what time it is. Big what day. What I'm doing. <laughs> Big day. Um, cool. So, uh, Dan, you guys drove down from Brainerd today. We did. Do you... Um, do you do a lot of card games? No. Um, card games or card cards? Like games in the car to pass the time. If you have a Tesla, you can play card games. That's true. Then you don't have to pay attention. Yeah. It's yeah. like a phone. Apparently they crash like a, a lot. self-driving car. Like there's, there's a big crash thing. Oh. Um, no, I spent a lot of time on uh, with uh, hooked up to listen to training today. Oh. And I think you were part of that, so it was probably a good thing. I was uh, listening to Matt this morning. Not for you, probably. Yeah, but I still listen to Matt. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I'm super glad you have this recorded. Somebody listens to you. I yeah. know. I know. Yeah, I'm a big supporter of Matt, so I mean, I just the whole one. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. told you I had one. It's teamwork. It's teamwork. Yeah, Dan will actually be our guest every week. <laughs> <laughs> I figure if I support Matt, then maybe he'll support me, and yeah. it'll be like we each have a supporter. Yeah. So yeah. Susanna, you drive a lot as well because you're from Nebraska originally. So that means I drive a lot. Tractors. Well, I'm aware that you actually go home. You go back to Omaha. I go Omaha. to Omaha. You go to Omaha like every week. It yeah. Seems like so, I yeah. feel like that is a lot of driving. I also have a hockey player, so I drive how do you, everywhere. How do you pass the time when you're driving? Well, because it's what six hours each way. I listen to a lot of audiobooks. Do you? I do you ever listen to podcasts? All the time. Oh yeah. Like, I, is yeah. your favorite one stuff we care about? Stuff we care about with the directors is my favorite. That's wow. awesome. It was almost like I led you to that answer. It yeah. worked really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I listen to audiobooks and I specifically tell everybody in my car don't say anything to me for the next six hours. Right. That's okay. my quiet time. I like that. Yeah. That is really quiet. So um we just got done with CEO Connect and for people who aren't in our company, CEO Connect is our kind of weekly sales meeting, would you say? Mm -hmm. Um and so you know we usually have somewhere between hundred and two hundred agents that um either log in or show up live in person to kind of yeah. do it. And usually Mike runs CEO Connect and mm -hmm. you and I kind of sidekick and just sort of shout funny things at him that we think are clever. Mm -hmm. Um and today Mike's gone, so we had to do it. 
How do you think that went? Um, What's your kind of immediate feedback? You know what? I think it's funny. Literally everyone was here today. I'm, I'm thinking the same right. exact thing. I thought, is this we a coincidence, or is because so many people? Yeah, feel kind of totally full. But don't, yeah. You should feel bad about it. Well, we bribed them with food too. Yeah. You guys, we had a chili cook-off, so we said, "You bring the food, and you bring the guests." Yeah, yeah, but we, I feel like we kind of mailed it in a little bit too, didn't we? We did a little bit, but we didn't want to outshine Mike. Right. Yeah. I thought you guys did really well. Did you did think you? so? For yeah. real? I, I, be honest with you, I thought you really did well. It was like you, you could just step in. And didn't miss a beat. So there are several times when I just wanted to get chit chatty, yeah. and by several times I mean the whole thing. Yeah. And my sidekick really talked me down. Well, this is what happens every time it's we balance. do anything. Matt's like, I don't really know. Like, let's plan it out and do all of these things. And yeah. I know I'm gonna not spend any time planning it out right. because he's gonna talk the entire time. It's really what happens. Here's every why. Every so often you got time. you got to interject a little bit. Which is good. Which I have to. Yeah. I don't know if you saw me elbowing him. Yeah. But really, we were talking to somebody yesterday, and he's like, yeah, I'm really the host, and Suzanne is the co-host, which is totally fine. Right. But it's because he says all of the work. Wait, I don't know if that's entirely true. I think that's entirely true. Why do you it say is. all of the work? Well, I don't think I do. You do. Either. You know what my favorite part Which was? is fine, because I don't have enough words to say. That's the problem, though, is Your like somebody needs to be bringing larger new, than mine. People, somebody needs to be bringing more... Words, yeah, because that's largely how we transact. This is words. There's, I know there's a camera here, but it's mostly audio. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, here's the deal. <clears throat> one of the things that came up today that I thought was really great is when Jamie, um, one of the lenders here at Amic, uh, Jamie Wambach, Wambach, sorry, he basically said that he yeah. hopes that the he really hopes that like the West Nile virus continues. It's to not West Nile. It's Corona. It's oh, it's Corona. Yeah, no, not like the swine flu. I'm yeah. trying to say all the different plagues yeah. from the past. I don't really think Ebola. Yeah. Jamie stood up there and was like, "Hey, I hope the measles come back and get everyone." I don't think that's what he said. I think it was pretty much what he was going for. Last, yeah, I think it was, it was veiled, been, and I think we just sort yeah. of helped highlight what he was really saying. I think it could have just been interjected. Yeah, because I think in the end, what he was saying was is. There's a good chance that half the population will die, but the other half are going to buy a lot of houses. They're going to get great rates because there was so much more capital available. Yeah, right. well, and inventory. Less yeah. inventory means less people, so it actually balances out, right? I don't know. Okay, so let's move on because it's not that interesting. But um, I like it uninteresting a lot. There's a lot of words. Like well, that's subjective, though. That's true. That could be really interesting to six and a half people watching this and just not interesting to the other two. Okay, all right. So it's Tuesday. How's your vacation? Or how was your weekend, Susanna? My vacation was great. Yeah. <laughs> Ever have a weekend day where your phone doesn't ring? No. Me either. No. But if I did, some days when it doesn't ring much, I'm like, yeah. this is a lot like what a weekend must feel like. Did you feel like you were overly worked this weekend because you just didn't have any help? No. Were you not around this weekend? Oh, apparently. It didn't even matter. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, we had a ton of stuff come up this weekend. I worked a ton. But it that's all right. That happens. That's part of the deal. Yeah. I actually went and looked at houses this weekend, so it did kind of feel like work. I forgot you need looking at houses. What's that like? You know, I know it's sometimes you're not really sure if you know a realtor. Right. More than likely, somebody in your life is a realtor. So I had to work really hard to find somebody to help me find a house. You work with hundreds of realtors, and you're the best friend of all of them, right? (laughs) That is really tricky, right? And here's the deal, too. Everybody knows like two or three of us, and what's really good is... They, like, for sure, whoever you pick, 
with whatever reason you pick it, you're going to make everyone else upset. That's true. It has got to be the hardest. I wouldn't want to know a realtor if I was a non-real estate person. You feel like that's that's always the case. And people say that about realtors. They say it about builders. You know, oh, I don't know who, you know, I know all these people. Who do they pick? In the end, you want to make sure that they pick you, right? Because obviously that's the obvious choice. Well, so the other people can feel bad. Right. Yeah. Well, that's what's best for them. I agree. Yeah. Um, anyway, I think it would be really weird, though, um, if your friend got kind of mad at you. I had to make a decision really early in my career that like if somebody didn't work with me, I was just gonna like not worry about it. But that was really hard because I took it really personally for yeah. a really long time. And what's funny about my maturity process, right, is early on you probably shouldn't have picked me. Right. Like I wasn't the best. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> and that's the time when I was most likely to take it personally too, which is weird, but right? Now that you don't have any time and you are one of the best. Everybody wants to work with you, but you don't have the time. Well, and did you, just, you, at that, did you just actually hear what she just said? Well, well, like you could stop there and say she called you one of the best. I was actually waiting for the punchline. It's actually incredible. It was really nice. She said yeah, really nice things. Thinking. Connor uh, interjected the punchline. It was perfect. What did he say? It was perfect. Connor, yes. what did you say? I was just laughing. Oh. <laughs> Apparently, he doesn't think you. <laughs> You're still the best. Thanks. You're welcome. So this is what happens when I don't use words. Okay. It seems a little bit uncomfortable. Let's go back to you using words. Yeah, I was just pausing a lot just to yeah. see what would happen if I stopped well, talking. I don't want to start talking and then have you get real excited because you have something to say. So then you just hurry up and wait for me to be done talking. But, so I went and looked at houses over yes. the weekend. Let's talk about this. This is so weird. Hmm. What do you mean? Because it's like you're working on the weekends. Uh, but I walked into this and I was like, this is exactly what I want and then my family and I get there and we pull up and my husband's like no then my son goes in uh, which son did you just bring the young one yeah okay. Brody yeah. high schooler and he was like I don't where's the garage yeah right because I'm like one live in the city where now. are you now are you in St. Anthony are you in Minneapolis oh, where? we were oh, looking, looking in uh, St. Paul in St. Paul okay. yeah in St. Paul and we're like there and he's like with all of the floors Where's the garage? What's going on with the street uh, in between the garages? Is that weird? Is there all the streets in front of and behind that? Is he talking about alleys? Yes. He doesn't know what an alley is. He had no idea what an alley was. That's so great. Dan, you're from Brainerd. Right. Should we tell you what an alley is? No, we have some that are alleys. Okay. We do. There's there's one or two. The bad side of town? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, you know, it's a a thing I heard about. I read a a book about alleys. About alleys. Yeah. Okay. Is that normal for you? Can we borrow that book so I can let the kid read it and figure out? It's called Real Estate for Dummies. Yeah, okay. Mm. We can use that. I think so. Um, Yeah, culture shock. Everything. So different. Yeah, it is. So, what do you think? Well, there are some similarities. Like, in the country, they don't plow the roads. In St. Paul, they don't plow the roads. Um, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, I mean, there are little parts of it. As you're driving down a street, you just feel at home because you feel like you're on a gravel road. That was nice. Oh, got it, because the road quality was so... What part of St. Paul were you looking at? Uh, near Grand Avenue. Okay, so... Yeah. Do yeah. they have Do they have snow emergencies there? Like, is that what they do? To, where everybody has to not be at their house because they can't park? Is that what know. it is? See, that's all new to me, because I feel like there was a garage for that. You just, like, park yeah. in the So garage. there wasn't a garage? There, there was a garage. It, it just was wasn't detached, attached. And your kid didn't know what that was about. He no. was like, there's no small, tiny road from the big road to our garage... Yes. I don't know what to do with that. What do you do with that? He thought it was like a giant shed in the backyard. Yes. Okay. So, so 
So it wasn't attached. It was a detached. It was a there. detached garage. Because mm-hmm. St. Paul's older town. Yeah, that older house. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then, that's a no go, is what you're saying. That was a no go. No, we had to. We went and had lunch on Grant. So we had to drive the two blocks to get to Grant. Yeah. And he was like, "There's everything right here on this street." Wow. And he liked that. And he liked that yeah. a lot. It's a pretty hoity-toity neighborhood. Yeah, that's here. what I was thinking. Yeah, they have everything. Yeah, great. Near the governor lives up there. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Cool. So months. So what was the final verdict on the house? Uh, not that one. Not that one. Yeah. But we could do an older house like that once we have a good grasp of how alleys work. We're for sure doing an older house we like are. that. Once we understand um, that the garage is not directly attached to the home um, and that you do have these things called neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. And so this is kind of fun because you never get to have this wide open of a conversation with like your clients, right? Because you just have to never. affirm their beliefs because right. that's what we do. Yep. But honestly, do so many family deals run like this? Where she is like, the kid hated it, mm-hmm. my husband hated it, yep. but yeah, we're definitely buying a house <laughs> right. just like this. Right. Yeah. Because, because at the end of the day, you you know who makes the decision. You do. Yeah. I mean, it's just not, you don't even, are you always that way. Yeah, that's fine. I think what's interesting is you talked about your kids and the, and the questions they ask, because I find that the kids are always the one that every single house, their only care is to figure out what bedroom would be theirs in that house. This is my bedroom. Oh, it's the whole game. It's the whole game. Yeah. Like every house. So I'm like, okay, finally, we think that this is the house they're going to choose but then it's not so they go to the next house and this is my bedroom mm-hmm. um and then i'm going by the third one this isn't fun anymore you know what <laughs> i mean like <laughs> this isn't fun anymore to me yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so they didn't so your, your kid didn't do that no definitely not like no. we, he walked in and he was like this is not my bedroom got it <clears throat> the kids that i'm with they always try to pick the master bedroom and yeah. i usually encourage them i'm like you know what <laughs> That's a really good choice. If you could pick any room, why not the one with the big closet yeah, and your own bathroom? Yeah, I agree. You guys, that makes so much sense. You totally should have that room. Mm-hmm. And then they, or if you really want to creep a family out, next time a kid walks around, like, this is my room. You're like, actually, that's where I'm going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> See how that goes. That's actually a really funny one. Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. It's not. Just to be so surprised in multifamily housing industries, many kids do get the master really mm-hmm. interesting mm-hmm. wait now is it because there's like a, a bunch of the kids because i have thought that if you had like three or four teenagers in the house you could throw them all in the master right sometimes you just keep the chaos contained a little bit yeah so here's here's one that i think i found interesting so i have well, a, you got some kids at home don't you i do yeah yep, and they have their own rooms but here's the thing Big is deal. i have a, a client that just is in just moved into a house um i thought this was like super monville single mom um, three bedrooms. All the kids have their own room. No bedroom for her. She sleeps on the couch downstairs. Aww. Like, is that mom of the year? That's so... No, but seriously. That's what a mom does. Sort of. Incredible. Sort of. Okay, but can I give the guy's perspective here a little bit? Well, Because, first of all, yes, she's amazing, yeah. and everyone should be as good a mom as her, for sure. Right. And that's all true. Mm-hmm. All true. But um, I have imagined a scenario where there would be, like, more kids than bedrooms <clears throat> in a house. And here's the one thing that I've begun to find. Like, the best time of day for me is at night, after all the kids go to sleep. Because that's when the house is quiet, Mm -hmm. and I can watch what I want to watch on TV, Mm -hmm. or I can listen to the radio, like, whatever it is, right? That's Mm -hmm. my time. Yep. I got to tell you, if I was in a house with more kids and bedrooms, I would want to, like, maintain the common space myself. I wouldn't want to put a kid out there, because now my whole house is, like, not usable. Yeah, ratty kids sleeping on the couch. Yeah, 
So maybe that was the decision. So maybe. She, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think so. She decided that because she's the best parent ever. Right. But if I were to decide it, it would purely be functional. Like, I want to be able to watch oh. this TV without dealing with these kids after they go to bed. Totally makes sense. Yeah. Like, that's what I, and I don't, yeah. That's for me. Or, I see that. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm the youngest of a few brothers and a sister. And I had my own room, but I would never be in my own room. I would always be in one of their rooms. So then we would just all be all in the same Room. So what you're saying is you actually like your siblings? No. No. We, it was like WWE, I grew really? up in WWE. Yeah, we just all. That's true. You were saying that. Yeah. All, all the time. But. Did it actually help where the physical strength that you needed when you were baling hay and, and doing that whole thing on your farm that you grew up on? Yeah. A lot of hay baling in, in, in your Omaha? Yeah. That's what made me really good at like the. <laughs> Super elbow right. off the ring. Right. With all that. No, in Omaha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This coming from a guy who lives in Brain. Yeah. Okay, but way. how about this? Dan, did you have siblings? You have siblings? Yes, I had one sister. Okay, and that's it. That's it. Older okay. or younger? Older. And oh, when you're so growing you up. got your ass kicked. Yeah, no, yeah, we just really, really, just really Yeah. I think she threw scissors at me one time. Okay. That's fair. Like literally threw scissors at me. Seems like she I needs help with her aim. Yeah. Because she yeah. didn't hit me. Because she missed. Yeah. yeah. I should call her. You really yeah, should. We can offer some I wonder why she now that I think about it, all those years later, why did she throw scissors at You know, axe throwing is huh? a really big deal now, and more That's places true. are popping I up. That. I should call her and be mm. like, we go practice. Yeah. You needed to lay on blade first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you really wanted to sink deep in the flesh yeah. of yeah. your little brother. Right. Yeah, that was a bad deal. But So how do you feel about kids fighting? I want to talk about this for a second, because um, this week, my kid just got off his grounding yesterday. He was grounded for a full week. Mm-hmm. Wow. He's 11. I ground him to his room. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but nowadays that that's like a great thing. Oh, no screens. So no screens. Oh, no screens. No electronics. No electronics. Yeah, that's a whole different thing. So yeah. I think that now, and I'm going, well, I would love to be grounded to my room and not have to deal with anything with all the things that people have in their rooms. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know, their phones, their TVs, or all that stuff. No, I went hardcore. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, I didn't mess around. But here's why, right? Because um, my youngest, my little boy, yeah. right, got physically aggressive with his big sister. They got in an argument about something, and he, like, grabbed her. And, oh. right, so I don't want to tell him the kid, right? Yeah. It wasn't that big a deal. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I was kind of like, well, that can never happen. Kids should never. And Susanna's over there like, oh, we used to beat the hell out of each other. We didn't even care. Wow. And I was like, oh, maybe I'm overreacting a little bit. How about mom and dad? Did they care that you were beating each other? We didn't really. Or they were just like, be quiet. We're trying to watch. We didn't really tattle on each other. Hmm. I mean, somebody had to be. Crying. No, like you needed to go to the hospital before we tattled. Yeah, but there was not yelling and screaming oh, and crying. It was totally yelling. And okay. Okay. Crying. And your parents just let it go. They were kind of like we kept it to ourselves. We waited till they were not home. How do I get my kids <laughs> to keep it to themselves? Because I would be fine with whatever they do if I don't have to intervene. As long as you don't have to take them to the hospital. But right? you know what? There was yeah. four of us, so then we could be like, we could team up with each other. And sometimes, if somebody was really out of control, be like three on one, and mm-hmm. yeah, makes a ton of sense. It yeah. definitely is nice when you have siblings that or kids that uh, the special times where they're actually getting along. I mean, that's what makes you feel the greatest because I think it's so rare that it happens. Because most of the time, they're always fighting and not like each other. This is mine. You're taking it, Bob. You know, whatever. But those special times where they're getting along, you see it seems to make it all worthwhile. You never notice that? I agree. It is. It's really amazing when the kids like each yeah. other and they're helping each other. 
pretty special. I agree. It's so rare. Here's it's a so different rare. side to parenthood. Oh. True story. It happened not too long ago. Uh, I have a nine-year age difference between my kids. And obviously, I think the oldest one is supposed to beat up on the little one. It's just like a rite of passage. Yeah. Takes your, Can take I give your, them lessons? <laughs> take your lumps yeah. and move on with your life. Uh, but my little one, Brody, he's smart. He's unfortunately smart. So his brother walked by him. He was sitting at the kitchen table, and he just bopped him upside the head. You know, like yeah. most siblings do to each yeah. other. And he looked at my oldest, and he was like, you're an adult. That's a felony. Ooh. <laughs> nice. That's quick. And I was like. You, like, went straight for the. Like, you're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Now, does the scenario change if you and Muns go out for a date night? Mm-hmm. So now he's the babysitter. Because you can hit your own kids, kind of, right? Oh. Yeah. So if you're the babysitter, sorry, I didn't mean it like you can hit your own kids. Right. Not, but I mean, like, you're, you're allowed some limited use. Leeway. There's some leeway there. A little bit of, like, yeah. the cops are going to show up and be yeah. like, wow, we I get it. it. You were being kind yeah. of a punk. Yeah. You get to your parents, and they probably won't smack you in the head. See, anymore. I think that's where leverage comes in. Okay. Like, you need to leverage your other kids. Ooh. So, if you have one that's being a little disrespectful or getting a little rowdy, slip your other kid a 50 and be like, handle that while <laughs> I'm gone. <laughs> wow. I was trying to figure out where you're going with that one. Just, I was too, and I did I mean? not think it was going to be a hit. Yeah. I, I didn't think that she would be paying for a hit yeah. on one of her kids. I didn't either. Paying one of the kids 50 right. bucks to go after the other kid. Right. Oh, it's God. almost like a mafia hit kind of a thing. Like, I feel like we learned a lot. Yeah. My kid gets grounded for like almost hitting his sister. Yeah. And for Susanna's, a week. Susanna's like, here's 50 bucks. We're yeah. going to take off. We can't be responsible for what happens next. <laughs> That's a huge difference. I like yeah. it. I know. I know. I like it. And you know what? I think most people think that I'm the sweet one. Most people who? Yeah. Do you think she's a... No. Well, that's because I yell at Dan all the time. Right. Connor thinks I'm the sweet one. I don't know that he does. Connor's over there shaking his head. No way. He has an Irish mother. He also... He knows better. He's he's saying right now, you guys can't hear him because he doesn't have a microphone, but right now he's saying, Susanna's the best and um, she's the greatest parent ever. Wow. I know. Connor really likes Susanna. It's almost like she's paying his salary or something. Maybe she's paying him to put why it out on me. My, I, what I wonder is, is why is it so different between Connor and myself? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like she just pents up all her anger, and then when she mm-hmm. sees me, she's just like, ah, and, and just screams and yells. Like, yeah. that's what I get. Apparently, Connor gets all the nice niceness of, of Susanna. Yeah. Well, maybe I have to see him fair. every day. You're a couple hours away. Oh. So you got to be real mad that's uh, true. before yeah. you drive down here. Hmm. That is really true. I wonder if she just like saves it all up for you. Here's the I'm thing: you might just take it too good. Maybe, maybe it was because I said that's totally fine. I could handle it. Right. If you end that, like you're like, hey, good talk. That's sort of encouraging yeah. that behavior in the future. I wonder what would happen if she would change if I started crying. Like instantly, she starts yelling, and I just start crying. Like, would she feel bad? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't think so I don't, either. No, I don't think it would bother her one bit. I'm really starting to get a true. <laughs> I think she would laugh there. at it and go, "You're such a punk." Yeah. So. Let me ask you one other I thing. I only yell because I care. Oh, that's nice. Well, apparently, you care a lot. <laughs> have you considered just doing things the right way at all? Have you considered that as one way to not? You could, so Susanna could yell at you less, or you could just do things the right way the first time, and then. Um, well, there's always that, but the problem is, is that doesn't sound quite as fun. It is less upsetting to Susanna and her team for sure. Tough decisions yeah. to make here. It's really. Yeah. I'd have to weigh that out a little bit. Okay. I don't have to answer that right now, do I? No. Okay. No, I don't think so. 
All right, you guys, I gotta go in here pretty yeah, quick. Yeah, same. Um, so, this has been instructive. Yeah. It's been really interesting. A lot of words. Turns out. Yeah, you're really good at words, though. You really are. Yeah. I tease, I tease Matt all of the time. But, in all honesty, I really like the fact that I don't have to say everything. Oh, I can just sit wow. there. And then you can just say it all, and I can, like, be your hype man. Thanks. I'd be like, yeah, what well, Matt said. Because basically what you say is everything that I want to say anyways. Except when you're saying the things that I want to say. Yeah. Guys, that is the story of how we became the directors. And that's it for us. This has been Dan Cavanaugh in with Matt and Susanna. We're over here at RG. Happy to be recording this podcast. It's stuff we care about. Thanks a lot for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Bye, Thanks, guys. guys.